You're listening to the Garden Dude Podcast. I'm your host, Rudy Verstrate. You can follow me on Twitter, at The Garden Dude, or on my blog, thegardendude.wordpress.com. The first podcast was a bit of an introduction, and I shared a bit about my background, how I got into gardening. Um, topics I'll get into in this podcast, I'll share an update from my garden. I'll tell you about an exciting new heat and humidity tolerant variety of lavender. Um, I'll get into uh, some plants that flower in late summer, early fall when others are slowing down. I'll have a new segment uh, called the mailbag um, in which I'll answer questions and I'll tell you a little bit about uh, garden chat, what it is and how to participate. While I've been enjoying all the pictures folks are sharing on Twitter of their gardens, it leaves me a bit jealous. This being my first year in a new house with a new yard and a ton of weeding to do, I've had to grow most of our produce in containers since there wasn't much clear ground available yet. So I planted tomatoes, squash, peppers, and herbs uh, in some pots on the patio and I followed my usual watering routine, uh, but as the weeks went on, I noticed that the plants were continuously wilting in spite of keeping up with watering and fertilizing. Uh, it got to the point that I actually lost both squash plants, one of the peppers, uh, and the tomatoes looked like the next ones to go. Uh, finally, I put two and two together and realized that the plants were baking on the patio from all the light and heat being reflected off the surface of the deck. So I took the surviving plants and moved them off the deck and set them on the grass. And that helped uh, a little bit, but by then it was a, a bit too late, and I've only harvested one pepper and one tomato. I did have enough ground space uh, for about eight okra plants, and I've actually filled several freezer bags with okra pods. I'm not sure what variety I have, but the pods stay nice and tender even at a larger size. So we did manage to harvest something this year. Uh, just a few days ago, I planted kale and spinach seeds, and I've never had trouble with those, so perhaps I can salvage the growing season after all. Uh, but that's the latest uh, from my garden. I'm hoping to have much, much more to report next year once we get the field behind our property uh, leveled and tilled. I'm going to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, I'll introduce a nice new lavender variety that doesn't blink at the heat and humidity of the southeast. Welcome back. I know a lot of folks grow lavender with mixed results here in the sultry southeast. Uh, high humidity seems to wreak havoc on lavender. After appearing to do well during the spring, an older variety I grew at my parents' place would just seem to kind of kind of melt out and fade by midsummer. But enter a new variety called Phenomenal. It was developed and introduced by Peace Tree Farm in 2012, and they noted that it was extremely winter-hardy and showed exceptional tolerance to high heat and humidity. It resists foliar diseases and root rot that plague 
older types like Munstead and Bidcoat. Phenomenal also reportedly contains higher percentage of essential oil in its, in its foliage, which means it doesn't sacrifice any of that wonderful lavender scent. I managed to find a few plants of Phenomenal at one of our annual plant sales here in Richmond, Virginia, and picked one up and planted it in the backyard. I can personally attest to its durability as I've had no issues with it so far, and it's really looking uh, in pretty good shape. It has a nice mounding habit with blooms that are just as lovely as older cultivars. I think Phenomenal should be making its way to more garden centers uh, next year. Shifting gears, I want to recommend some plants that can fill in the lull period in mid to late summer when many flowering shrubs and perennials are slowing down. At the top of my list is Panicle Hydrangea, also called Hardy Hydrangea. Unfortunately, not as well known as its ubiquitous cousin, the French Hydrangea. It can take full sun and tolerates dry periods pretty well and is the most winter-hardy of all hydrangea species. It begins putting out large white conical blooms in July, uh, at least here in Zone 7, and continues to do so through September. With the onset of cooler weather on many cultivars of hydrangea paniculata, such as Pinky Winky and Vanilla Strawberry, doesn't that sound good? The white blooms begin to gradually turn a beautiful reddish pink. This hydrangea can get large but tolerates pruning well, and you don't have to worry about cutting off next year's blooms because it sets buds on new growth. Uh, Panicle hydrangea is most happy in full sun and tolerates you know, pretty average soil. Another mid to late summer favorite of mine is Joe Pieweed, a native wildflower of wetlands in the eastern United States. In my garden, it usually starts blooming in July and continues until the first hard frost. The flowers are a subdued burgundy color and do a great job of attracting bees and butterflies. Joe pieweed can get tall, but there are shorter cultivars such as Little Joe that stay at about four feet or so. It's a perfect plant for that consistently wet spot in the garden where nothing else survives, but it also tolerates dry weather quite well. I'm introducing a new segment to the podcast called Mailbag, in which I'll answer gardening questions and comments. Since this is only the second podcast, I don't have any questions to answer yet, but for future episodes, if you have a gardening question or a comment, you can email them to me at thegardendude at outlook.com, and I'll answer some in the, in the next podcast. We're just about out of time, but I'd like to wrap up by recommending, um, if you're on Twitter, taking part in Garden Chat every Monday evening from 9 to 10 p.m. It's a great way to meet other gardeners and share gardening stories and advice. On the Twitter website or the Twitter app uh, or in TweetDeck, just do a search for the hashtag GardenChat, all one word, and jump into the conversation. Hope to see you there. Until next time, happy gardening.